the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, and we have another hour of fun and frivolity. Um, I wish I could share with you what Gil and I discussed um, during the five-minute uh, top of the hour, bottom of the hour, or top of the hour on the front side and back side, but I can't. I can only tell you that um, you would be laughing, and we're not laughing at you. Um, we're laughing with you because... Um, Gil won't admit it, but um, it's not an easy show to deal with with Mark because Mark has a bad habit of um, deviating from... <laughs> not too often, Mark. Deviating from protocol. <laughs> so... No, it's a, it's a good show to run. <laughs> He's just being nice. That's all. He's just being nice. And Can they hear you saying that? Oh, yeah. Okay, good, 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 good. I, I, I don't, you know, unless you're going to really counsel me and, and, and tell me that um, I need to be nicer or if uh, if I used a bad word and you're going to have to, I'm going to have to use a favor for to have you remove the bad word, then that would be a good idea. <laughs> I can do that. Okay. Do, did you have a caller for me? I do have a caller for you. Ken, whenever you're ready. Okay, I am ready. I'm not going to wait. Ken, make Ken wait any longer. Ken, the floor is yours. Mark, I have a 2008 Jaguar XJ8. Has 147,000 miles on it. Uh, a reputable, what I present to be a reputable uh, shop, uh, uh, identified a leaky timing cover, and uh, they uh, replaced the timing cover uh, and seal, and you know did all the things that it takes to do that. I guess you're more familiar with that than I am. First issue is is that it cost me $2,400 for them to do that. And um, second issue is when I drove it away from the shop, I heard a flutter, uh, kind of flutter rattle type of thing under coming from the, under the hood. Uh, after I drove it about uh, 20 miles or so, uh, it, it uh, flutter responded to the acceleration of when I pressed on the pedal a little bit, it got a little bit louder and about, uh, about 2000 RPM. And when I get up, got up to, about 3,000 RPM, it got louder. Uh, and then finally, when I got it back to my house, the engine light came on. So my question uh, is twofold. One is that replacing a timing cover and seal and doing all the, the things that it takes to, uh, you know, uh, reset the timing and this kind of thing for $2,400, does that a uh, seem to be a fair price? And secondly, do you have any opinion on what this, this flutter and this engine light might be? Well, um, next time you call like this, I want you to say I've got an 08 Jaguar XJ8 with 147,000 miles, and I just had this work done. Tell me what you think the parameters are 
of fixing this. And I I was prepared for that before you gave your twenty four hundred, and I was at twenty five to three thousand. So that should answer mm-hmm. your question. Okay, it's not an easy job. Um, now, how that Jaguar? That's a, is that the four door XJ eight? That's a supercharged one. Right. Yes. Okay. Well, if you ever want to sell that, call me up. Okay. I'll tell you why. My wife had one of those, a silver one with the the white leather interior and I sold it and she's never forgiven me and so if you if, if it's really nice and you want to sell it then give me a call I'm not it's, quite sure I, I'm going to sell it's a near, it's a near perfect condition uh, uh, from an interior standpoint the exterior uh, needs a little bit of you know touch up on the little dings okay. on the paint other than that the uh, interior is perfect uh, and just 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 so other people understand what we're talking about, that has a V8 motor and it's got a blower on it, a supercharger on it. You're not really afraid of any cars at a traffic light if the lane ahead goes from two to one. You're pretty sure you're going to get there first. Yes. Well, I usually don't drive it like that, but uh, probably. <laughs> yeah. He's he's being nice, folks, because his wife's probably listening on the radio. But I think what has to happen is is you just go back and tell them exactly what just happened, and uh, and and then just say call me and keep me up on what's going on. And please understand, I I, I trust you, but don't spend any of my money without calling me first. And and you're yeah, just I, you're saying that's okay. an easy thing to say. Yeah. Okay. That's exactly what I plan to do. Uh, but I was just wondering if you had an opinion. When they when they do this, replace the seal. Do, do they fiddle with the timing change or uh, timing uh, belt or anything like that, or how, how does that work? No, if they pull the cover. First of all, I don't know if they need to pull the cover. I don't know what was leaking, but the front seal is just the front. You know, the fan and the shroud and maybe even the radiators coming out, so we can get our puller in there and we can pull right. a harmonic balancer and the seals behind the harmonic balancer, so we don't even take the cover off the the, the timing cover. So, but I don't know if he's talking about an oil leak around the outside of the timing cover, or if it's coming from the front seal, or did he go in to do the cover remove, and he did the front? Remove and replace. Remove and reseal front timing cover. Replace okay. main crank crankshaft seal. Okay, then he did both. He did the cover gasket and he did the crankshaft seal. But no, he did not mess with the timing. Okay. Well, yeah, there's no t- reason t- to take the the timing chain off. The, j- the job was delayed by a couple of days because he had to get a timing tool. Okay, a timing tool. Yeah. Well, what is your does your does your invoice show a timing chain and, uh, and tensioner? No, no. Okay. That's what that's uh, what confused. But why did he need a timing tool? I I don't know the answer to that. Okay, the timing tool is I, a, a bunch of little devices and things to set timing right i mean i'm not familiar with what i i I can't tell you what it is because i don't know what he's talking about a timing tool um if you want to find top dead center which is where you start from many of us have devices that we put in the number one cylinder spark plug hole and when the top of the piston comes up and we're measuring in the thousandths of an inch when the top of the piston comes up and starts to go down then you go back up at two thousandths and then that's the top dead center and at that point then you set set the chain on there so i, I right. can't answer your question i don't know if yeah. you just didn't have a tool or, or whatever i don't know the answer but 
but he if he was just replacing the timing cover and he was going and he did the front seal on the crankshaft yeah. i don't know why taking the the timing chain would be something that he would have done and besides that if he would have taken the timing chain off and got it off a tooth it would run so different than it did before it would have a different idle it'd have a different throttle it'd have all kinds of noise it, you would have known it within the first 150 feet of driving it that he's off a tooth on his timing chain Mm-hmm. So, okay. All right. Well, I I'll think, bring it back to what they say. So. Okay. Now, let me ask you a question. That's a job that should have done by somebody who works on Jaguars for a living. That's not a job for a brake shop. Okay? Is, on a 1 to 10 it? scale, that's a number 8. On a 1 to 10 scale, I've got 10, 12, 14 technicians working for me, and there's about five of them that would get that car, and the rest of them wouldn't. Because the other guys are heavy line guys, alignment guys, diesel guys, or whatever. But this isn't an easy job, so just be careful about this. I would hate to think that you took it to a brake company place and they did this work. This, if that's the case, you made a mistake. No, this is a, this is a shop. I mean, they you know what I call you can eat off the floor type of uh, repair shop, uh, and uh, they work on BMWs, Jags, you know, foreign car type of type of situations, according to what I've been able to determine. This is the first time I've ever used them, but, uh, you know. Uh, Are they, they in North Scottsdale? They're in Tempe, uh, and uh, okay. their name sounds like a German kind of uh, sounding name. Okay. So, okay. Uh, Are they on McClintock? Um, okay. I don't, I don't know. It, it, it's okay. We, we don't need to talk about it anymore because I, I was just going to kind of guess some generalities because I, I know a lot of the guys that do that. But but I'm sitting here thinking out loud to myself is is all the guys I know that do the Jaguars do a good job at the Jaguars, so there's no sense in me trying to guess the thing. But anyway, I've given you the best advice I can. Good luck to you, Ken. I think this is going to be easy. I think you'll probably say, this is where we made our mistake, or we didn't do this right, or whatever. And um, and, there's, and and you'll know if there's any damage to the motor, because it should drive nice. It should The temperature gauge should be where it was before. It should start cold. It should start high, hot. It should fast idle when it's cold. All the things it did before, it should do again. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Blackwell Automotive is a guy up at 40th Street and Greenway. Tom is... He's more than a half a bubble off, but he works on vintage cars, and he works on family cars, and he works on motor homes, and he works on lots of different cars. He's really, really good at what he does. Him and I are very good friends, as are most of the guys that own the shops that I talk nice about. So if you're in the northeast Phoenix area, the North Scottsdale area, there's only one shop up there that I can really put my stamp of approval on, and that's Blackwell Automotive. 40th Street and Greenway. Been around a long time and he certainly knows what he's doing. When it comes to, to finding a good shop, you can certainly go in and Google the name of the shop and look at their reviews and n- not most of us, if not all of us, understand that you're never going to have perfect reviews unless your family calls in every day and has your nephews and nieces and you know, you can you can fiddle with the reviews a little bit, but even if you looked at my reviews, I've got people that hate me. I've got people that we've messed up their car. Usually when we messed up their car, we admit it, and if they give us a bad rating, we just say yes. They had the reason to be mad at us because we messed it up. We did this. We did that. So those are the kinds of things that you have, but the shops that 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 I recommend you to, here's the deal we have with them. They have to go through some kind of arbitration 
deal like with the Better Business Bureau or something like that. They have to go in and have somebody look at the complaint if the two of them can't get together. But I want to tell you something. That arbitration process or mediation process hasn't happened in the last 10 years. The shops that I tell you about, I haven't had a complaint, and I'm just making making it worse now. I haven't had a complaint on any of the shops in 10 years, in at least 10 years. It's because they know the difference between right and wrong. All of us make mistakes. All of us forget to do something. My shop is no different. At least once a week, we make a mistake. But we're processing 20 cars a day, like a lot of other shops are. So there's going to be a mistake. Sometimes we don't put the fan shroud on or we leave a bolt out. Or sometimes we, we have an oil leak on the valve cover that we took off and we'll have to fix that. That happens. There's, there's problems like that. But most of us are going to experience you know, a problem like one car every 50 or one car every, every 70. It's not going to be one out of two. So good shops usually have that under control. 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open, so if you want to get in, now's the time. Gil's going to say hello. Do you want to talk to Mark? You say yes. He's going to say, what's your name? You give him your name, and that's it. And then he whispers in my ear, and he tells me, I want you to go to Bob or Bobby or David or Kevin or Sean, Shannon, and those are the names that he will give me, and whatever you tell him your name is. <laughs> and that's how it works. 602-508-0960. Charlie Kirk sees a blind eye of justice. So Michael Sussman got away with it. He was the chief architect who designed the entire scheme against Donald Trump. It's a blow to all decency and justice, I'll be very honest. They're allowed to spy on a president, lie about it, use campaign funds to do it. All the while, there is no justice and no accountability. The Charlie Kirk Show, weekdays at 9 on Intelligent Talk 960. The Patriot. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You're not required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-786-2300. 800-786-2300. That's 800-786-2300. As a young teenage boy, I didn't even know what autism was. How do you even spell that? A few years later, I heard that a friend's cousin's son had been diagnosed with autism. I still wasn't sure what that really meant. When I went to college, my roommate's brother had autism. When I moved to the city for work, my best friend called me and told me his son had been diagnosed with autism. We were both in shock. I still remember the day I walked into the house and saw that look on my wife's face. I knew something was wrong. I'll never forget how I felt when she said, Our son has autism. Autism is getting closer to home. Today, one in 88 children is diagnosed with autism. That's a 1,000% increase in the last 40 years. Learn more at autismspeaks.org signs. Early diagnosis can make a lifetime of difference. 
Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. You're bringing your daughter to her favorite pop star's concert. Do you A, wear earplugs? Isn't this fun, Dad? I have a soft pretzel. B, remember the moment with matching concert t-shirts. That's going to be 180 bucks. Or we can just take a photo. C, show her how you used to do concerts. We're going crowd surfing. I can't. It's too heavy. Oh, my God. Or D, just roll with it. Woo, Justin, look at us from here. Justin, Justin, OMG. He just looked, I love you, Justin. I love you. When it comes to parenting, there are no perfect answers. But that's okay, because you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit adoptuskids.org slash az. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Well, welcome back, everybody. 20 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, we have... uh, let me see. One, two, three people waiting to cock talk. That means we have two lines available. 602-508-0960. Real quick before we go to the calls. Larry Harker's Autos at 38th Avenue in Indian School and has been since 1967. Bob runs the shop. Ellen runs the front. She's the one at the front counter. And don't think for a minute she doesn't know a lot about cars. <laughs> she, like my wife, has been shoulder to shoulder with me and with Bob for more than 30, 40, 50 years. So it's a bad idea to walk into an auto repair shop and and go face-to-face with some lady and pretend or talk as if she doesn't know anything about cars. Even my daughter, Andy, she's pretty doggone good. But Bob's been around a long time. They have the equipment to repair your car. They service and repair both foreign and domestic. So if you have a problem with a car and you're anywhere within about a 5 to 10 mile radius of Larry Harker's Auto, 38th Avenue and Indian School, I'm really proud to recommend them. And they're a really good shop. Uh, Mark to Mark, how are you today? Oh, Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. You bet. Um, I have a question about my 2002 Ford Ranger, 145,000 miles got the four liter engine in it and i have a cruise control question the cruise control on the vehicle works perfect just as it should but whenever it's accelerating i hear like a vibration or a rattling noise in the passenger compartment under the dash on the driver's side and is there some kind of a a, a relay or some some piece of some component under there that's making that noise as soon as I touch the brakes to turn off the cruise controller, once it gets up to speed, the, the sound stops. And then if it has to engage the engine and increase it, uh, the velocity of the car again, it starts again. Okay. You you helped me out a lot there because when you said when I disengage that speed, then it changes it. That helps me. W- what I want you to do is, is I want you to pay attention about your creature environment settings in the car i'm talking about air conditioning and heater and i want you to see if that has anything to do with it so if you're using your air and you have this problem i want you to shut the air off i want you to leave everything else alone and see because the rattling noise can come from the compressor that's cycling on and off Mm -hmm. um and if it's it happened i'm sorry if it's it happened here around go ahead go ahead it, it doesn't matter if the air is on or off or heater or anything 
Okay. Um, it happens all the time, all year round. Okay. And then what about what about speed limit? What what speed arena are we in, or what RPM uh, are we in? Um, I can't relate it to RPMs, but it'll happen when I'm going 30 miles an hour or 45. It doesn't seem to be related to the the speed of the car or the truck. Okay, but it could be related to the speed of the engine. So what I hear you saying is, is I'm in cruise control, I'm using cruise control, and there are times when I get this rattling noise underneath the passenger side of the dash, uh, near the passenger side dashboard, I'm getting this rattling noise when I'm in cruise control, and I I, I know that it's throttling up. Did I get it right? Uh, actually, it's on the driver's side. Okay. Um, down just under the left hand side where the steering column goes in. Okay. I, I'm not. I've never seen this before. I've never had this happen before. I I, okay. I I don't know. I mean, it's one of those that I'm quite sure anybody anybody with gray hair. Um, would be able to, if if you took them for a ride and said, I'm going to drive first and then you're going to drive second. But here's what I want you to do. When it happens, I want you to manually shift out of overdrive and go into drive. Okay. And I want to know if it changes. Because if the motor is pinging, because you said something about maybe using the cruise control at 30 or 40 miles an hour, that motor is lugging at that point. It's like it's in fifth gear and you're throttling out of, you know, a, a slight incline. And I'm wondering if you're hearing the engine ping through the firewall on that side of the car. So if you say, Mark, when it happens at 38 miles an hour, I set the cruise at 38 or 45 or whatever the heck it is, and, and I take my shifter and I pull it down one gear, the noise immediately goes away, then I'm going to ask you, I don't want you to set it below 50 anymore. I don't want you to use it below 50. And I want you to I want to know if that noise is there after 50 and you say no it's not. Then we're lugging the motor. It's kind of like shifting to fourth gear when you should be in second. Okay. And and okay. so I I think that's it, but it's still worth. Now, another thing that could be happening is the air conditioning can be cycling on and off. And you said but you said no creature comforts is on at the point at that point, right? Correct. Okay. Um, what part of town do you live in? Um, we're in Gilbert. Okay. I would just, I mean, if if you have a regular shop and you know you can do it, I like it this way. The guy comes into the shop, and it's not on Monday morning or Friday afternoon, and he comes into the shop and he says, Hey, Mark, he says, I've got this noise, and I have been able to, I can make it happen. Mark, I'm not going to have your technician for the next two hours while I try to make it happen. I can make it happen all the time. I was wondering, could I borrow one? I'm happy to sit in your lobby. I'm just going to leave the car running outside, but can I borrow one of your technicians and I promise not to have them for more than 15 minutes? I can make it happen going around the block because I already just checked to make sure I could do that. I'm going to hop over the counter and hug you because that's what I want to hear. Okay. All right, thank you. All right, good luck to you. Thank you. Roger, you're up next. Hey, I just uh, a couple weeks ago acquired a 2012 Jeep Liberty and really in pristine condition. I mean, there's not a scratch on it or anything. 125,000 miles. And I did a fairly long road trip in it. Love the vehicle, but the, <laughs> the very obvious thing I noticed was the gas mileage was like 17, 18 miles a gallon. Is, do you think that's probably what that thing would average? 
Well, or is it time to maybe get a tune-up and fuel system cleaned and that sort of thing? Well, here's what I'm thinking. You didn't say a word about the check engine light. You didn't say nope. a word about nope. smelling rotten eggs. Nope. You didn't say anything about any kind of drivability or performance or engine miss or shuttering nope. or missing. Nope. Nope. And I, I know love, that, I love the vehicle. Okay. That 12 has some pretty sophisticated computers in it. And if there's something that's outside a range of a very small window, it's going to turn on the check engine light. And you don't have that okay. either. And and so um, I, I, I don't know that, I don't know. What was the fuel economy you got, 12 and a half? No, no, no. It was like 17. Oh. And that was on the highway. Okay, okay. Um, and it is kind of a boxy vehicle. Yeah, yeah. Um, wh- which motor did you get? Do you it's know? A it's a six-cylinder. Okay, yeah. the V6. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and do, were you in cruise control a lot, or were you driving it by foot? Uh, I would say more cruise than anything. Okay. I don't know that I'd be real concerned with that. Let me give you. Let's turn it around just slightly. If it's running rich, you're going to smell rotten eggs every time you get out of the car. If you smell rotten eggs, then we're running fuel out the tailpipe and you can get better fuel economy. If the check engine light comes on and it has an O2 sensor code, oftentimes those are related to poor fuel economy. But if you would have turned the question around and said, I got a V6, it's got 126,000 miles on, 125,000 miles on it, what kind of fuel economy should I be getting? I would say, depending on your right foot, between 15 and 20. That's what I would have said. (laughs) And your 17 is in the middle of that. So in the absence of anything else... Yes, a fresh set of spark plugs, if you wanted to make a guess, yes, a fresh set of properly gapped spark plugs would be a step in the right direction. But pull one first and look at it because they already may already been changed. So just pull one, look at it. If it looks old, replace them all. But, yes, that's a good idea. I'm sorry that's all I can give you right now. Steve, you stay right there because I'll be back in about three minutes. Hi, it's Jim Ryan, General Manager of 960 The Patriot. You've heard me talk about our campaign to stop sex trafficking in Arizona. We've made some progress, but it's urgent that we get to our goal of 50000 I'm asking you to please donate whatever you can. And you can also be a Patriot business benefactor. If you own a business and can make a large donation, I'll give you the equal amount back in advertising on 960 The Patriot. Donate 5000 and I give you 5000 in ads on 960 The Patriot. Let me remind you, the average age of these kids getting lured into sex trafficking is just 13 years old. The number one way these predators recruit is online. So we are focusing on online safety. The Phoenix Dream Center is going to educate the teachers, students, and parents through 100 school assemblies. Go to 960thepatriot.com and click on the Stop Traffic Walk banner. Or call me for the business benefactor at 602-955-9600. That's 602-955-9600. I was in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean when it happened. There was a sudden jolt and our submarine crashed on the seafloor. We were in total darkness. That's Dr. Dejana Figueroa, a marine biologist and STEM teacher, talking about a deep sea dive she'll never forget. It's funny, when I was a kid, I was afraid of the ocean. And there I was, two miles below the surface. But as a scientist, you prepare for that. Using our training and a little creativity, we fixed the sub and finished our experiments. The dive was just too important. Every dive gives us glimpses at things few people ever get to see. Blowing creatures, fiery undersea volcanoes, 
When we got back to the surface, I kissed the ground and called my mom, of course. But you know what? I wouldn't trade that dive for anything. Dr. Figueroa uses her passion for STEM to discover new things and make the world a better place. She can STEM, so can you. Check out She Can STEM for more stories and inspiration. A message from the Ad Council. I fish. I also clean local waterways so others can fish and swim. I help build public boat ramps for easy access to the water. I provide fishing and water safety education for kids. I maintain a healthy fish population so tomorrow's anglers can enjoy a catch. I prevent unwanted species from spreading into waters where they don't belong. I restore the condition of rivers to help fish and wildlife thrive. I fund long-term plans to protect our lakes and streams. I do all of these things and more, all because I buy a fishing license. When you buy a fishing license, you do a lot. In fact, every dollar from a license purchase protects and maintains your local waterways for future generations to enjoy. To learn more about how you can get your fishing license, go to TakeMeFishing.org. That's TakeMeFishing.org. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late. We stay informed. We invest in the latest technology. We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds. We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one, together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there. We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. After the hour, and can uh, can you hold it down over there? If you can hear that noise in the background, my German Shepherd that's in my office right now in the radio studio was scratching, and I forgot to take off her her chain around her neck, and all of her tags are there. And now she's intently looking at a very big lizard crawling across the grass outside. So she'll be tied up for a while, and that's good for me. Anyway, 602-508-0960. If you have a car question or a car problem, the lines are, um, there's four of them open, 602-508-0960. And right now I'm going to talk to Steve. Steve, thank you for holding through the break. How can I help you? Hi, Mark. Enjoy your show. Thank question, you. Question, 2006 Ford F-250 6-liter diesel. Um, it's kind of slow starting. We're going to get one glow plug replaced, but I was looking for a high torque starter. When I say slow starting, it's kind of slow to turn over and also slow to when it does turn over to start. And so I was trying to see if there's a high torque diesel, a high torque starter for that engine. But I see a lot of places that looks like a 6.4 starter will work on that. Do you have any experience in that area? Well, it's the answer what I would do is I would get part numbers for both of them and I would call the local Ford dealership or get on the Ford website and see if the numbers are the same. So if you okay. go look at the 6 liter and then you look at a 6.4 and they both have the same Ford starter, then the answer to your question is okay. But before you do that, do you have a voltmeter? Uh, we do, yes. Okay. Have you checked the voltage during the cranking mode? Have not. Okay. 
Um, I need the batteries, and you have two batteries underneath the hood, right? Correct. Okay. I need the batteries independent of one another. Should should be at 13 volts when you do this testing, because a fully charged okay. battery is around 13 volts. So you're gonna just and and they're 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 connected in parallel. So if you put your meter on one, right. you're really putting them on both. So put your meter on there and see where you start. And I don't want to see the voltage drop anything below 9.6 is kind of the no-go zone. But I'm telling you that I, if it starts at 13, I don't want to see it drop below 11. And if it okay. drops below 11, I think you got a battery problem as opposed to a starter problem. Now, if you want, you can go and you can call around and find somebody who has an inductive amp probe and then ask them what an electrical systems test is on your car, on your, your diesel. And I think most of us are in the $25 to $50 range. And we're going to check voltage at, at idle, voltage with the idle up, this, the draw on the starter hot, the draw on the starter cold, um, shorts and draws. Um, and voltage, we need about 14 volts out of the alternator when the idle is brought up without anything on, by the way. We bring the idle up and we want to see 14 volts at the positive and negative cable of either one of the two batteries. I suggest that you probably have a problem somewhere else. Now, in addition to that, we do a volt drop test where we keep our positive on the positive cable, but our negative, we touch the engine, the alternator bracket, the fender, the core support, the front bumper. Every single place we put the negative terminal, every one of those should be the same. 13.1, 13.1, 13.1, 13.2 is okay, 13.1. That's called a volt drop test. And if, and you, you see, the, the negative battery cable usually goes to the engine, but the engine has to have a cable that takes it because it sits in rubber. It has to have a cable that goes to the frame. <laughs> then the frame has a cable that goes to the body. So if we're missing one of those grounds, you're going to have problems. So before you jump into a three or $400 starter swap, um, maybe have your, do yourself with your digital voltometer or have somebody do an electrical systems test to make sure everything's okay. Okay. Uh, similar quick question. If if you had a bad, bad glow plug at this time of the year, is that still going to make it not start as quickly? No. One glow plug on that 6-liter, that 6-liter is a V8, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. One glow plug is not going to make a doggone bit of difference. You're not going to see any problem. Okay. Now, okay. can you see the glow plugs? Uh, I know it's number two. It's going to code on number two. Okay. Um, do, you, do you have a temperature gun? Uh, we do, yes. Okay. So maybe so maybe turn the key on and then gun all eight of the, of the uh, glow plugs. Okay. I think if you found number two cold and all the rest of them were 200 or 300 degrees, then you'd say, okay, it looks like that. But really and truly, we've had... Ford's come in, and they've had more than one glow plug that isn't working, and, and they didn't even come in for a problem. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So I'm not quite sure that one glow plug is going to... I'm not sure you're going to notice one glow plug, but I'm going to defer to guys like Nate over at Strictly Diesel that works on a lot more Ford diesels than we do. We do lots of Ford diesel work, but we do lots of ads we do suspensions and tires yeah. and wheels and exhaust and, and, and modifications for performance. Normal maintenance, but, but I'm, I, I feel pretty confident in saying I don't think you'd know. Forget the engine light. If the engine light wasn't there, you probably wouldn't notice that there's a difference. But I've been wrong before, and okay. if I am, call me and tell me. Okay? 
Yeah, it's, it's just become more of an issue now because it's got to go through emissions, so it's throwing a code on that glow plug. So <laughs> well, I have to figure it out. Yeah, your temperature gun will tell you if it's lighting or not, and then you can take the circuit off and see if you've got power and ground at the circuit. You okay. can use your digital voltometer. It's not that difficult to kind of diagnose this. Okay. All right. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you. You betcha. All righty, 602-508-0960. If you have a car question, 602-508-0960. Ladies, you're first. So, husband, you can have your, you can ask your wife to call in. And then with her female voice, she gets moved to the front of the line. And then when I say, hello, Sally, how can I help you? You can go, hello, this is Bob, her husband. That's the easy way to get in first. Bye. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. What is really going on in the real estate market? This is a question we get almost every day. This is Phil and Josh, hosts of Arizona Real Estate Matters, which airs every Sunday from 2 to 3 right here on 960 The Patriot. This isn't some one-hour real estate infomercial. Arizona Real Estate Matters covers what is happening today in our real estate market. We discuss the current and ever-changing real estate facts and statistics that affect the largest purchase that you'll probably ever make. So for the most up-to-date real estate information affecting the real estate market today, tune in to Arizona Real Estate Matters every Sunday from 2 to 3 right here on 960. The Patriot. Hey kids, let mom help with your science project. This new mom wants her kids' science project to thrive. Too bad she hasn't cracked a science book since 1985. A metathesis reaction? Compounds, mixtures, and elements. Even this baking soda volcano is too big of an experiment. Whoa. Now she's completely forgotten the periodic table. Now she's burning a hole through the kitchen table. Burning with science. But her kids' love for the mom is truly transparent. Proof you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. Don't tell Dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick and proud aunt. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing. But not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. One in six. That little girl sitting alone at the playground, she can't play like the other kids. She doesn't have the energy because she's hungry. School lunch will be her only meal today. It breaks my heart that this is the reality in our country, but it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste. This food is then provided to families and children in need. Being a kid should be about using your imagination, learning, and having fun. These children shouldn't have to miss out on simply being a kid because they're hungry. To find out how you can help end childhood hunger in your community, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hey, son. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm fine, Pops. What's on your mind? I just, I can't explain it. When your kid can't find the language, help them find the lyrics. Listen to the Sound It Out album and get tips and tools to start a conversation at SoundItOutTogether.org. Brought to you by Ad Council and Pivotal Ventures. 
courage. I learned it from my adoptive mom. Hold my hand. You hold my hand. <laughs> Learn about adopting a team from foster care at AdoptUSKids.org. You can't imagine the reward. Brought to you by AdoptUSKids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. 43 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. If you have a car question, 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Two people are in front of you. But before we talk about that, I need to talk about Kurtz Auto Repair at I-17 and Bell Road in Phoenix. Northeast corner, northeast corner, Bell and I-17. I can't tell you how many times I have sent a customer who had a problem, a question, a concern to Kurtz. And Kurtz, for whatever reason, has a magic wand and and actually it's his staff Kurt and his staff are really really good they do everything from lawn mowers to diesels they can and and best part about many of the shops on my best car repair shop list if we're not the best shop we'll send you to who is or if we don't do that work well then we'll just tell you that we we're not the right shop for your car and that's what you want. You don't want anybody to guess. So if you're in the, anywhere in the area of I-17 and Bell Road and you don't have a repair shop, Kurtz with a C, C-U-R-T-S, Kurtz Auto Repair is the place I would suggest you go. Joel, you're up. How can I help you? Yeah, so um, I've got a pin leak in my radiator, and I'm not going to be able to have the radiator replaced for about three, four weeks. Would you suggest or how... Um, those uh, radiator stop leaks, uh, to use those temporarily until um, I can replace it? Is that something that works, or would you recommend something like that? Yeah, yeah. Aluma Seal is one of my favorite ones. But here's what, what we here's what the problem is. The problem is, is men, you and me, we don't read the directions and we don't follow the directions. We take the radiator cap off, throw it in there, and we want it to work. I need you to follow the directions, but the small pinhole will be taken care of by any top-notch leak. You can go into the auto parts store and you just say, which one are you? Which one of your radiator leak um, sauces um, do you sell the most of? Well, this one right over here. This is the big dog right here. Then take that one. But just follow the directions. And if it says put it in and then go drive it for 20 minutes at highway speed, then go drive it 20 minutes at highway speed. If it says turn the heater on, turn the heater on. So just follow the directions. But, yes, there's there's three or four different brands out there that will work just fine. Okay. And, and it's something that's really meant to be a temporary fix, correct? Until no. It depends on where the leak's at. It, on whether it's going to be a temporary or a permanent fix, but most of the time that can be a permanent fix. I would say 70% of the time with a small pinhole leak where a tube is leaking where it goes into the header plate of the radiator, 9 out of 10 times that will be a permanent leak, and permanent is defined everything's okay for the next six months. Okay, gotcha. Um, okay. Second question is, um, I, I do have one other question, and uh, that's uh, when it comes to premium gas versus regular. Um, regular, um, I'm thinking about my daughter's got a 128 BMW that my ex-wife got for her, and so um, I'm wondering with gas being you know what it is now, whether or not it makes a difference if she was to put regular versus premium, even though the owner's manual and everything suggests premium. 
Okay, I can answer that for you real quick. The answer is you can't tell, your daughter can't tell, neither can I tell. If we were to do a really blind taste test, if we were to, to empty the tank and just put three gallons of, of premium in it and then empty the tank and put three gallons of unleaded, you couldn't tell the difference, your wife couldn't tell the difference, your ex-wife, your daughter couldn't tell the difference, none of my technicians could tell the difference. I am against the idea that you sell a car and you present this car as something that's very special that can only use premium fuel. That's a bunch of bull... And that's, it's always been that way. Now, let me explain. In an exaggerated way, regular, one molecule ignites 100, 100 ignite 1,000, 1,000 ignite 10,000. The burn is very fast. It's a boom, like that, okay? Premium, in an exaggerated way, just for demonstration purposes, the, the boom is now a boom. You see how long that was? <laughs> and uh -huh. we're, we're talking in milliseconds of time. So the push, the explosion, lasts one millionth of a second longer with premium. So it's not going to make okay. any difference. You can't tell. Your wife can't tell. Your daughter's not going to be able to tell. Put regular in. Hunt the cheapest gas you can find. Now, I, when my wife had a Jaguar with a blower on it, we put regular in it, and everybody made fun of us, and that, mo that car's still on the road. So I'm just telling you, I practice what I preach. The only car I own that I put premium in is a twin-turboed Z01 Corvette. I can't afford to not put premium in it. It only gets driven 3,000 miles a year. It's a monster motor. It's a 180-mile-an-hour car. I don't want to take the risk, but all the other cars in my family, we buy the cheapest gas we can find. Okay? All right. And then I want to thank you for one thing. Uh, okay. In February of 2019, I was driving my Kia down the I-10. My engine seized, unbeknownst to me, that that's what had happened right off of I-10 and Elliott. I took it to your shop, and you guys said, yep, engine seized, you need a new motor, and you, and you guys looked it up, and you said, well, it looks like Kia may have some kind of a recall on it. Well, why don't you have it towed over there, see maybe they'll take care of it, and they ended up replacing my motor. So thank, thank you very you. much for that. Thank you. I'm very proud of you. Choke me up. I'm very proud of my staff because they all believe what my wife and I and my my daughter Andy and my son. We all believe. Let's do what's best for the customer in front of us, not what's best for us. So I'm very proud of my staff. So thank you very much for your compliment. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, Charlie, you're up next. How can I help you? Yeah. Hi. Good morning, Mark. Thanks for taking the call. Uh, I've got a 14 VW Passat, 112,000 miles on it. Uh, the EPC light, uh, electronic power control, has come on twice, say, in the last 10 days. I shut the engine off, turn it on again, no problem. Uh, shut it off, turn it on again, no problem. And last time I saw this was maybe 10 days ago, and I've been driving the car fine ever since. I'm wondering if this is, A, something I should be concerned about, and, B, if I took it to a shop, would a plug, plug again the OBD give me a clue as to why that's coming on? Okay, I'm going to give you a stopgap measure first. I want you to go to O'Reilly's and AutoZone or Got it, yep. <laughs> any one of the rest of them. And you say, I have a check engine light on, and I understand you can plug into my car, and then you can give me a piece of paper that kind of says what it might be. What I'm looking okay. for is I'm looking for 
Every once in a while, this green wire located at this portion underneath the hood gets loose, so we want you to check that connection, or we want you to do this, or a low fluid level will cause this, or a high fluid level will cause this. Let's just do a cursory look at it first. As far as it, you don't have any drivability symptoms, and like you said, you're going to have no, to have none. a clean... Yeah, and you, you have to have a clean... You can't have a check engine light or a history of a check engine light to go through emissions, but I think that is worth your time just to see because there's lots of times that the check engine light comes on as a matter of fact i got a check engine light on my truck that's coming on and i don't even care (laughs) but i do know it's an it's a it's a egr code on it and and i know that uh i I probably know what it is and i'll fix it when i get time and it's not going to hurt me anything and blah 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 but i would do that just to see if but don't spend a bunch of money guessing either so I don't want the the guys at the auto parts store to say, oh, I know what that is. If you buy this um, $625 part here, it'll fix it. Don't do that. Don't do that. Right, right, so. right. Well, is the EPC uh, the same as the check engine light? Because I've also got, there is a check engine light on the car. It's never come on, but the EPC is kind of like a different than a check engine light. So is, Are they both it's yellow? There's something wrong with the throttle system. Okay. I'm colorblind, man. I don't, that's, okay. It, it shines. <laughs> okay. Well, it's, it's, the color means everything. We, we used to have green 100 years ago, and then we went to yellow and orange, and, and then obviously uh-huh. red is red, and red means stop and says now, not tomorrow, not next mile, now. So that's what it really depends on. Do you have a shop that uh, that you've had your VW Passat in before? Uh, well, the dealer, I'm not wild about that. If you know of a good VW, honest mechanic in the Desert Ridge area, that would really be helpful. Okay, Desert Ridge, give me major cross streets. That's uh, 101 and uh, Arizona 51 on the north side of town. Okay. Um, Harker's Auto 38. Do you work anywhere else? Do you work downtown? I'm retired. Okay. Um, go to MarkSalem.com. I can tell you that... I'm going to step out on a limb and say every one of the shops on my list could fix that problem, that can can diagnose it and fix it. The question is, right. is do I have to do I have to fix it? That's the question. <laughs> so um, okay. go to MarkSalem.com, okay. go to the Best Car Repair Shops link, and then it, it'll give you a map of where all the shops are. But I think Harker is closest to you, um, but the 51... Yeah, you're going to be kind of close to quite a few shops up there. Blackwell's up there at 40th and Greenway. Um, yeah, I know him. Yeah. Um, well, Blackwell, just just go over there and tell him to build. Just just say to him, "Hey, Bill Mark Salem." He said to say, he, he just said, "Bill him for the repair," and um, and of course, I'm not going to pay for the repair, but 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 he'll call me, and then I get to toot his horn a little bit. But um, okay, Blackwell Blackwell's capable so, of looking at that for you. Okay, terrific. Good. So is this something I should, well, not be worried about, I guess, because it's, it's just more of an annoyance, but I'm taking a long trip, and I just want to be sure. I'd probably at least have it identified and looked at the possibilities before you took the long trip. Remember, yellow means caution. It doesn't mean stop. And there's lots of people that will admit that they've gone to Colorado and they've gone to, to Dallas, Texas with a check engine light on and had no, no, you know, they didn't have any breakdowns and everything else. So it's it's one, not a good idea. One other quick point about... Go ahead. I'm sorry. One other quick point about this car is that it's got a uh, um, where where it slows the engine down when this thing comes on. I mean, where it's like clearly it, it won't let you drive it at like a super high speed. Okay. Okay. So some kind of governor. 
okay, I think what's going on here is is that it's seeing some tailpipe emissions it doesn't like, and it's identified, for instance, it might be cylinder number three. So what it's going to do is take cylinder number three away, or it's going to take the injector away and say, we're not going to pump any more fuel into that cylinder because we've got a problem. I'm using uh, just a okay. simplistic example. Maybe it's a situation where it's seeing a whole bunch of pinging going on, and so the computer's going to start backing off the timing. It's going to give you substandard performance when the computer takes control of the timing and starts backing off the timing. So, so right. the computer is doing what it can to save you from catastrophe, but again, if the light is yellow, then that, that isn't something that's bad. Red means stop and get help now, but yellow is altogether different. Okay. Hey, I'll, I'll run by Bill Blackwell. Thanks a lot for the okay. advice, Mark. I really like your show. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you very much. There's a couple of other people in town that, that are just special. If you have a diesel, Nate at Strictly Diesel is one of the best diesel guys I've ever met. He's at I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road in North Scottsdale. It's Strictly Diesel Service and Repair, Monday through Friday. They sell parts 24 hours a day on their website. But Nate is just really a good guy. First of all, he must be eight feet tall. His hands look like tennis rackets, and when he shakes your hand, he engulfs your whole hand as if you were a six-year-old child with your hand in an adult man's palm. He's very good at listening, and he'll always call you back. So if you call and say, hey, I know it's Monday morning, I know Nate's busy, but could he call me and I have a question, I'm prepared to ask him the question quickly, and, and maybe he can give me an answer. But Nate's a good guy, so that's strictly service and diesel service and repair. On the other side of the valley, Thompson's Auto Repair handles Mesa for me. Thompson's has been around since Jesus was a baby. Thompson's goes back to the old Shell stations and the old Union 76 stations, the Thompson and the Vivian family. This is a marriage of the both families at Thompson's Auto Repair that's been around since 1970 at Main Street, just east of Stapley. Brian and Thelma came from those two families. Those two kids were born and raised with daddies and mothers that smelled like gasoline at the dinner table. (laughs) They go back to the 60s and the 70s. So Brian and Thelma know the difference between right and wrong. So if you're in Mesa and Gilbert and Apache Junction, the only shop in that area that I can recommend is Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. I'd like to recommend more, but the filter I have is pretty tight, and I'm pretty picky about who I take, and I do constantly watch the shops on my list for bad reviews and, and, and pattern failures and stuff like that. Most of us have complaints, and I'm raising my hand because you can go to my shop and look at my shop, and and I have complaints as well. We're not going to please everybody, but hopefully everybody's in the four-star area, and that's certainly a a very normal one. So my email address is mark at marksalem.com. If you have a question or a problem, then you're welcome to send me an email. I personally answer all of them, but I would appreciate you giving me a phone number. I can call you back from my blocked cell phone. A lot of times I have questions, and I'd like to ask you the questions, and I'd like to do it now. And I'll call, and it'll say blocked number, and you either answer or don't. But I'll always answer your questions. So mark at MarkSalem.com. Please drive safely, and uh, see you next Saturday. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.